0: listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
2: You know, the great thing about a first show is you only get to do it one time. And this is the first time that I'll do a live broadcast here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Craig Mish, and Fantasy Sports Today starts now.
0: Fantasy Sports Today.
2: For so those who going to be loyal listeners and watchers, not just in my show, but your show and Greg and uh, and certainly all the shows here on FNTSY, you can expect that we're just going to try and bring as much inside information as possible before it really gets out there to the public. And you can follow me, of course, on Twitter at Craig Mish, and I'll break some news there as well. All right, welcome in. This is Fantasy Sports Today. This is our first show of many. In June, July, August, September, October, wow, we are in for a fun ride. And I am just thrilled to be on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network here on FNTSY. Whether you are listening on the iHeart app or tune in or anywhere else in the world, welcome in. I am Craig Mish. You may know me for broadcasting sports for the last 20 or so years. You may know me from fantasy, reality, baseball. Uh, anything really under the sun that's what i've been doing and it's time to kind of take this game to the next level and for the next two hours and every day from 12 to 2 eastern you'll be able to hear me broadcasting live on the fantasy sports radio network otherwise known as fntsy and we're going to talk fantasy sports with you i'm thrilled to be with you and we've got a great team and a great show assembled for you on a daily basis My producer on this show will be Chris Bavona. We'll hear from Chris in just a minute, and when you guys call in the show and you dial up 844-843-6879, he's the one that you're going to be speaking to, and he is kind of the gatekeeper of the show, so make sure you say hello to him. Well, um, yeah, like I said there in the open, you only get to do your first show once, and don't I know that you only get to do your last show once, And it's really interesting for me when you look at it and you wonder and say to yourself, like, what are kind of the things that we want to accomplish and accomplish here on this show? Uh, First things first, what I want to do is explain to you kind of how this all happened and how this came together, and then we can kind of move on and do this. Now, to be clear, for those of you who have listened to me on the radio for years— what I hate to do is kind of this old soapbox, sanctimonious uh, you know, radio where we come on and we say you know, all the things that happened in the past and all the things that are happening in the future. But for the first show, we're going to do it because we want to make sure that you guys understand what kind of the goal is and what my goal is to bring to you here on this show. You may actually have heard me before here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and on television on FNTSY many years ago. Thanks to Mike Cardano and Lou Mayon, I actually did a, a television broadcast here that was in Miami at a daily fantasy sports conference. So this actually isn't the first time that I've been on here. And on the TV end, I did some work, obviously, in the past as well, making different appearances. But this is the first time that I'll do a two-hour show and do it every single day here on FNTSY. And you may ask yourself, well, Craig, look, you did a, a show for a long time on another network. Why make the move now? There's a couple of reasons. The first reason is is I'm, a, I'm still a very big baseball fan, and I'm still very passionate about fantasy baseball. And fortunately through the years what I've been able to do is not just play fantasy among friends and among experts and everyone else – But I've been able to kind of take you guys more inside the game as to things that may be happening and potentially give you information and give you sleepers that you may not have heard before. All you have to do is go back and look at my Twitter feed for the last 10 years, and you'll see those sort of things happening. Does it mean that I win every league? If you've listened to me before, you know that answer is no. And I don't try and pretend that I win every fantasy league. It's just a matter of there are some things that I'll get access to that other people don't. And that's what I'm here to do is to help you out with that. And to be more clear on that kind of the background as to how this kind of came to fruition is a, a gentleman by the name of David Katz, who uh, runs the Elvis Duran Media Group, is, uh, is somebody that I came to know probably, I would say, four or five years ago. And it was actually a, a really different time in my life. Uh, my wife was going through some uh, different issues, and uh, it really was, you know, kind of a, a weird sense of, of of really where I was in my career. Fortunately, all that worked out, and I was told that you know one day, you never know how paths can cross, and you can end up doing a show and talking fantasy baseball and talking fantasy football year round, and that really intrigued me, because for those of you who have listened to me on the previous show you would know that I'm a huge fantasy football fan, a huge fantasy baseball fan, and I really enjoy just kind of talking sports with you guys. And so when this opportunity came my way, I decided it was time to kind of make a jump, so to speak, and take on a new role and take on a new show and really, for the most part, thanks to David and Lou and Mike Cardano, control the content of a show. And I've always been a really big fan of that, and I've always wanted to do that. And so that's something that I am going to have the opportunity to do, really, for the first time in my career. I'm kind of – I'm not the boss, but I'm the boss of the show. So whatever you guys want to talk about and whatever you want to hear about on this program, we're going to bring it to you. And we're going to do it every single day from 12 to 2 Eastern. And now that that is out of the way, here's what's on deck for the show. We're going to talk a lot about fantasy baseball through the summer, June, July, August. I'm going to continually try and help you win your leagues, and then once we get to football season, we will jump right into football as well. So you'll stay tuned to me every day. You can follow me on Twitter, at Craig Mitch, and make sure when you do to send me a message saying that you're listening to the show and you've downloaded the FNTSY app because that's going to be important as well. We'll be right back with more fantasy sports today Here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network Our show begins Maurice
1: Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion 2017, world number one Me personally I keep my game face on me all the time Especially coming out of the bunker Leaving the range Or even leaving the
0: courts What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open- Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today.
1: Are you, or someone you love, one of the nearly one million Americans living with Parkinson's disease? There is no known cure, but you have the power to help change that by participating in a clinical trial. The Michael J. Fox Foundation will help get you started. Visit michaeljfox.org forward slash participant pack to download the new Parkinson's trial participant pack. It's free and available right now. That's michaeljfox.org forward slash participant pack. Visit today. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish.
0: Now what goes up must come down. Three up,
1: three down. What does three up and three down mean to you, Airman? End of an inning.
2: All right, welcome back. This is Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. It is our first show here of 2019, although we're debuting on June 3rd. And this is a new segment that we're going to have because it's a new show. It's called Three Up and three down and here's how it works there are things in sports and things in fantasy that i have noticed over the weekend that i like or that i do not like and what we'll do is on the show uh, our producer chris pavona who i've i've yet to in- really introduce myself to here on the show he is going to be part of this but people in the fantasy industry some of my guests and and different folks are going to come on and play three up three down with me but for the purposes of just today's show. It's going to be myself and Chris. So, Chris, without further ado, I want to say hello and introduce myself to you officially here on this show. And I'm looking forward to working with you and having you do the show with me. So say hello to the good people who are listening. Hello to
0: the FNTSY world. You guys... I mean, the, the funny thing is, uh, Craig. Most of the times, these guys hear me all the time because uh, I do a lot of our imaging and uh, some and some commercials for the, for all of our shows on on the network here. Uh, so most of the people uh, who have been listening, but of course, we are bringing in uh, a new audience uh, from, of course, from you and your loyal listeners here. So hello all three to of them are uh, listening. Yeah. <laughs> to to the, yeah, listen. I'm going to be a little more
2: optimistic and say uh, let's say 35. Six? How's that? Okay. Hey, look, I'll Hel- take it. Look, <laughs> any numbers are good as far as as far as. Um, I'm concerned. But uh, um yeah, it is it is great to work with you. Thank you for being so helpful by the way. Oh hell seasons. yeah, man for me I hell really yeah listen the, listen doing all this stuff
0: for you uh, uh you know the imaging I was having a lot of fun with it uh coming up with new things uh you know and obviously as we get you know as we get uh, to know each other a lot better um you know I have a I feeling I can't that, promise that well yeah. I, listen man <laughs> you, I, I, you might have no
2: choice because I'm probably going to be it bothering sa- it you it sounds a lot. that way it sounds <laughs> that way but but either way thank you so, so much for doing it. okay so here's here's how the this segment works we're going to do three up three down now, understanding in, in, this is like a pun toward Major League Baseball and uh, doing fantasy as well with that. So, therefore, I'm not going to explain what three up, three down is every day. But I thought just for our first show, we may as well get that done. Okay, so here is my three up. We'll start with fantasy baseball. Three things that are, are pointing up on the arrow. Uh, Miles Straw of the Houston Astros, he stole three bases yesterday. Uh, massive speed. He's being claimed in virtually every league. I'll tell you where I got him and which league I got him coming up in a minute. Uh, David Dahl of the Colorado Rockies. Rockies are playing much better right now. Batting four sixty-four over the past week. Two home runs. So if someone in any fantasy league is willing to give them to you, you may want to dive in on that. Uh, will the Twins ever lose again? I cannot believe. I thought the Twins would have a good year. I did not think they would be this good. They beat the Rays 9-7 to yesterday as Jonathan Scope, Hit his 11th home run. Jake Odorizzi was great. And right now, in fantasy, in reality, you want as many twins as you can get on your roster. Not only do they look like they are for real, but they could probably make some additions as well. So that's going to help all of their starting pitchers. And since the Major League Baseball trade deadline is coming up on July 31st, which we'll cover here on the show, it's really something that you want to keep in mind. Finally, Lucas Giolito from the Chicago White Sox. I've been tough on Giolito probably, I would say. Going on about two years, but yesterday seven and a third, nine strikeouts, and the Chicago White Sox are just a game under five hundred. So for those of you who are tuning into three up, three down, that is my fantasy baseball first up. Uh here is the second up in my three up, three down. Now here's an interesting story. A man in Scotland found a chess piece named Lewis Warder. Now I do play chess. I don't claim to have any value in that, but this chess piece was stored for 55 years in a drawer, and they found it, and now the chess piece is worth over a million dollars, which makes me wonder why these things can't happen to me. I'm doing fantasy. people are making millions and do- millions of dollars finding uh, chess pieces. Thanks for that. My third three up in our three up, three down, how about Andy Ruiz? Andy Ruiz, the new heavyweight champion of the world? Like, did you guys see this over the weekend? It gives everyone in every industry, especially the fantasy industry, if you haven't met a lot of us before, a lot of us are not in the best of shape. I, I, I actually am in okay shape, I would say. I, I'm, in, I'm in pretty good shape. But in general, you may want to YouTube or Google this because Ruiz won the heavyweight championship of the world. And he is not in what we would say the best. He's not chiseled. He would knock me out probably with his elbow. But he's now made millions of dollars for his family by winning the heavyweight championship over – Uh, over the weekend on Saturday night. So I thought that was interesting to bring up as well. So, Chris, those are my three ups for today. What are your three ups for today?
0: So my three ups for today, actually, uh, over the weekend, I had a lot of good things going on this weekend. um, But the three that I'm going to specifically talk about is, Craig (sighs) – I don't really get a chance to sit down and actually, like, watch sports, unfortunately. Lately, though, I've been getting a little bit, you know, well, mostly because, like, I've been getting married. So I was really just, like, so focused on that. And also when it comes to uh, working on uh, the network here, when I tell you, when I I, I do all the imaging and everything, like, I'm not even, like, trying to be cocky with it. It's just just kind of, like, what I've had to do. So I don't really even get a chance uh, to sit down and watch a game. But this weekend... I finally got to sit down after taking care of uh, some, some things with the bank with my wife. I finally got to sit down on Saturday and watch the Yankees play the Red Sox. And it was a great way to start that weekend for me uh, to literally watch from beginning to end and watch the Yankees Beat down the Red Sox. Luckily, it wasn't uh, last night's game that I, I watched um, because then I probably would have been a lot more pissed off, and this would have been uh, on the downside
2: here. Well, I'm happy you got something. Co- I'm, I'm happy you got to watch a little <laughs> bit of baseball. Yeah, finally. Okay, what's your second one?
0: All right. So my second one, actually, uh, this is a little more personal here. Um, so Friday, uh, my mom was in town. She, my parents live in Sarasota, Florida now. Uh, my mom oh, had I to used come to up- live there. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, I love it. They live in. A, they live outside. It's called Longbow Key, and it literally I, is I, like wow. You're the Dude. big pimping
2: over oh, there. I used look, to live in Siesta my... Key, actually. Oh man, oh my god,
0: I'm. I still need to get to Siesta Key Beach. Like I, I all I hear is good things. But
2: see, um, look at the first show. We didn't. We don't even know anything about each other. Like that's something that I that I wish I would have known going into the show.
0: I'm sorry. I, I thought I. I actually thought I had told you that my parents live in uh, in Sarasota. But I'm glad that now we've got this. So uh, okay, my mom yeah, finds out. My mom had her year checkup um, last. year. Last year, we found out uh, she had a she had a cancer scare, and she had to have a a tumor removed from her lung. Uh, You know, just like right, like kind of like right above it. So I guess it was like you know, not it wasn't bad, but um, it was bad enough that you know, listen, you had to listen, it's a tumor by your lung. Get that get that thing removed. Um, The good news is that uh, she had her checkup uh, on Friday. Everything was in the clear. Uh, n- no no issues, no scar tissue, no nothing. Uh, she's healed up amazingly. Um, so we ended up just, you know, having a great celebration, and we went to the restaurant that my wife is currently working at uh, downtown, and then uh, we actually did a nightcap at a hotel across the street in uh, in the meat patching, packing district where basically my mom and I um, got really, really hammered and had, like, Jeez, I don't know. This is four, great. I, I four thought shots. we were headed
2: toward a bat a down a, a bad road with our three up, three down here, nope. right out of the box for the <laughs> show. But but I'm glad to hear that there's a happy ending to this because you just got me real scared.
0: Oh no no, no 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 th- no! Th- that's why I would put this
2: in the up man. Uh, that's Good. why I put it well, in the up. I'm very happy to hear that. Thank very, very, you. I was almost very sad at the beginning, but okay. Your third one now.
0: Okay, my fine. And uh, I found actually speaking of uh, food and going out and eating, I found a new excellent pizza place downtown uh, yesterday. I met a met a friend of mine and took me to a place called Emmett's off of uh, McDougal in the West Village. Uh, are you a fan of deep dish pizza?
2: I am, but I will say that not everybody lives in New York, Chris. So we gotta we gotta get no, I, very specific here. Okay.
0: Basically, if you are a fan of deep-dish pizza, this is the best deep-dish p- deep pizza you will get outside of Chicago. Okay. That's
2: all but I'm most saying. Most people that go to New York, they want, like, New York-style pizza. Am, I, the,
0: am I accurate with but, that or inaccurate? But here's the thing. We okay. did both a deep-dish and we did a thin crust, which is still one of the best thin crusts I've had in New York. It goes into at least the top three. And I never heard of this place. And that's the great thing about New York City, where we are uh, here in in uh, uh, in Midtown here. Um, it's just so easy to find these little hole-in-the-wall places that turn out to be some of the best food you can get. The funny thing is, is that I even think about uh, some places in Florida down in Sarasota, and some of the best places are kind of the same thing. Like, uh, there's one place in Sarasota I absolutely love, um, and it's uh, – you have to go in, like – Behind like a creepy alleyway, um, and it's on the main road. It sounds really enticing. Oh no, but that's—I'm telling you, those are the places that are best. I'm telling you this right now. Creepy alleyway food. It's no, it's not creepy alleyway food. You go into the alleyway, and it's kind of like a speakeasy. And you walk in there, and it's kind of like it—it it looks seedy, but the 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 crowd there is—it's they're younger. Um, you know, you got some, you got fan, like, literally like some fantastic drinks. And one of the things that they do there is called um, Boozy Cereal. It's literally just vodka infused milk and, it's, and your choice of a, of a cereal box, whether it's, you know, Frosted Flakes, Lucky Charms, Captain Crunch. Uh, they, they, do it, they do it all, man. And to me, that is one of the coolest things I love about uh, where my parents live because okay. it's only about
2: like five minutes from, from their house. Excellent. Phenomenal story. Went on about three minutes too long, but still a phenomenal story. Okay, my down from baseball over uh, over the weekend. We'll start with the Blue Jays. 21 up, 38 down. 17 games under five hundred. Vlad Jr. is like the only good thing going on for the Jays right now. So, hard fade, I would say, in both reality and fantasy. Wilson Contreras, 0 for 18 over the past week with 11 strikeouts. You know, I thought that Wilson Contreras was, was I wouldn't say bust. I just did not really target him in fantasy, and he proved me wrong in April and then into May, but he has really come back down to earth. We'll see if he can pick it back up. Manny Machado of the Padres, have you seen what's been going on with him? Not good at all. I'm not even sure if I would consider a buy-low candidate. He's definitely part of my down. Two for his last 20, no home runs, and one RBI. Cardinals did sweep over the Cubs, That belongs in three up, but what in the world is going on with Michael Walker? Not only is he in the bullpen, but he still can't even get anybody out. He's been, I would say, one of the bigger disappointments in terms of starting pitchers this season. Also, let's not forget Kyle Freeland in case you missed it. Last week, he was sent down to the minor leagues. I think that you can cut Freeland probably in 12-team leagues for the time being. The Rockies are playing much better, but they definitely need some pitching. Uh, Those are my fantasy baseball downs. Here's what else is down for me, my wallet. My wife takes my daughter to see Ariana Grande this weekend in Miami in concert. And I think that I'm going to have to ask for a small loan after this one. Or I'll probably have to host the next five shows here on FNTSY to make it up, maybe six shows. In fact, whatever concerts that come to South Florida that my wife or daughter want to see, I get absolutely crushed. So uh, three up, three down. One of the downs here is definitely my wallet. And my final down is something that I had to transfer over to this show from the last show that I did, which is, of course, Florida Man. Now, for those of you who don't know, I do live in Florida. I live in South Florida. As Chris mentioned, Sarasota is about three hours from me. That's on the west coast of Florida. I'm located in the Miami-Fort Lauderdale area. You probably knew that already. Uh, Florida Man in St. Augustine goes right through a traffic stop. He is high on drugs. He calls 911 to tell the police that no one is around to arrest him. Would you believe that? You're driving through a traffic stop, and you're the one that calls 911 to tell people to arrest you? Well, that happens when you're just really high on drugs. So, of course, the police find him, and they find drugs in the car, and the man gets arrested in St. Augustine, and he ends up going to jail. So those are my uh, three down segments for today, my three ups, you heard. Those are my three downs. Uh, Chris, I'm, I'm hoping for some good ones here from you. on Yeah,
0: your I, I I hope you like these two. Um, and the first one, I got to go to the NBA finals. Now, I'm a Knicks fan, and I have another down that has to do with this because guess what? It's the Knicks. But first, uh, I'm going to talk about how like I, I don't really have a dog in this fight for the NBA finals. There's a part of me like I want the Raptors to win because I, want, I like seeing a new team win. But right now, my current favorite basketball player is Clay Thompson. I, I love him on so many levels, and you know it also helps that he 's like a big Harry Potter fan and like loves going to uh, the parks as much as I do so I, I really appreciate that. so I like to root from him as well but Of course, last night at game two, not only do the Raptors lose, but Clay Thompson injures his hamstring. So now we now we don't know if uh if Tom if Clay's going like he said he's going to play he he said like he feels confident about it but who knows you know he was definitely limping around the only good thing about it though he was healthy enough to uh, call out Drake and call Drake and uh, call him a bum ass so I like that about it
2: Okay yeah that's that's acceptable that's okay. a good one much better than yep. the than the pizza place in Sarasota that eh, was a good one Well okay Second it's one. Fr- listen, it's a it's a work in progress, Chris. We're not going to hit a home run on the first show. Well, there was, I mean, no, probably not. more people are listening today than the, than after today. That no one's going to listen. Well, after
0: today. hey, hey, confidence, my friend, confidence. Okay, okay. but right. you build, you a build team, me up, I'll take you down. Go someone ahead. that probably would be losing confidence if you are a St. Louis Blues fan. Yeah, that's All right, true. I'm a yeah. big hockey fan. I'm a big Ranger fan. I like watching the uh, Stanley Cup. Uh, the St. Louis Blues they get to play in their first Stanley Cup in almost 50 years. And you know something? I think it's it's, it's great for the state of Missouri that's reeling from these awful, awful tornadoes and politics that I don't want to get into, but I know that there's been a lot, of, you know, a lot of talk about them in a negative light. Um, you know, St. Louis, they, they, they win game two in, in such great fashion in overtime and then game three. They come out absolutely flat. They get destroyed by the Boston Bruins. And since I am a New York fan, I hate the Bru. I hate just Boston teams. It, just to see that these that, that the the Boston Bruins have pretty much proven that they are the much better team in this Stanley Cup final. Um, I'm still pulling for the Blues. I hope they. I hope they can come back. And in hockey. It, the momentum really, really can shift, you know, from one game to the next a lot more than, than any other sport really. Um, but just to see that game, ugh, it was just it was awful. It was yeah. an absolute awful, by, awful game. By the game. way,
2: tonight, uh, eight o'clock Eastern yep. Blues and Bruins will play again, blues minus one twenty, which kind of tells you the story here a little bit. Not a overwhelming favorite after what happened in the last game and the total is five and a half. Okay, so you're two for two, yep. I think, on the downs. Okay. I'm giving you two out of three on the ups. Okay. okay. I'll take it two out of three, but on the Dems, I'm I'm going uh, uh so far. You're two for two on that. I'm glad you didn't do the politics thing because that's no, 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 no,
0: no. I will never talk politics uh, on on something that is definitely uh, yeah, no, absolutely not. Okay. That being well, let's, said,
2: let's, let's get one more. My final
0: one. Uh, this one is kind of up in the air. Uh, it's learning that the Knicks are possibly shopping uh, their third pick to the Atlanta Hawks, and it would be like I guess the 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 third pick for the ninth and tenth pick. This one again is up in the air because. It could be an up if the Knicks land a few big stars in free agency, but it's the Knicks. So for now, I think it's the worst move that they could even think about doing, basically trading R.J. Barrett, who, like, at least wait until the draft. Like, draft this guy, draft Barrett, and then see about making a deal. Or keep him because, personally, I think the kid's going to be a stud. But this is the Knicks, so I know they're going to screw this up no matter what.
2: All right. So good job, Chris. That's Thank our you. three up, three down segment for the day. And what we're going to do throughout this, I want to get like Chris's you know, chops going here a little bit, because when you're flying solo on a show, it's good to kind of have somebody to bounce stuff off. And and even though some some of Chris's hot takes will be hot and, and some of them will be cold, we still want to make sure that he's involved in the show. Uh, tomorrow on the show, we'll have a special guest participate in three up, three down. And kind of every day we'll mix and match different people from the industry and and see what they're feeling about things that happened the uh, night before. But that is that essentially is what we will do for the segment three up, three down. Uh, by the way, you can also dial up the show at 844-843-6879. If you have any questions about anything going on in the fantasy world, baseball, uh, if you want to get any kind of question in, that's how you get it. You can also follow me, of course, on Twitter at Craig Mish. And I will make sure that I will get in your questions as as swiftly and fast as we can. Uh, Also on tomorrow's show, we'll start rolling in the guests on the program as well, people from Major League Baseball and the fantasy world. But, of course, for the first show, I just wanted to kind of come on, say hello, do our little introduction type thing. Let's get to the waiver wire real quick in fantasy. Let me tell you what I did over the weekend. Okay, so I play in several leagues And the strange part about taking uh, some of this to this show is is I am going to be in leagues that I'm playing in with people that I don't work with anymore, (laughs) and so I'm not really sure how to handle it, so I'll give you a little bit of an update as to how I'm doing in said leagues. Maybe you guys can decide as to whether or not I should be still even discussing these leagues, but let's start off with the Great Fantasy Baseball Invitational, which is played in the NFBC format, and of course, the NFBC is a little bit different from some of those standard leagues that some of you may play in, understanding a couple of things. First of all, you cannot pick up any player that is in the minor leagues until they come to the major leagues. Now, in the league that I'm playing in in particular, everybody was available at the beginning of the season in the draft, but then once the season started, if you did not have the player, you had to wait for them to come to the major leagues to pick them up. So I'm in the middle of the pack in this league, and I'll tell you the three players that I picked up and why, and potentially for those of you who still have an opportunity to pick up players in your league, and I'll kind of walk you through that here a little bit. Um, The great fantasy invitational, I picked up Miles Straw for $67. Straw stole three bases yesterday for the Houston Astros, as I mentioned in our three-up, three-down segment. He can play a little shortstop. He can play in the outfield. And I think that the other part that really I find interesting about Straw is that for those of you who are playing in season-long leagues and you look at the standings and potentially you're in, let's say, fifth or sixth or something like that in steals, you can immediately pick this player up and expect to move up, I would say, maybe one or two points. The question that's going to come is playing time with Straw, and as of right now, the way that I see it, he's probably a three- or four-day-a-week player. My guess is is the $67 that I spent was probably too much, but I am not in a position to be able to add any steals in this league, so that's why I picked him up. Uh, Zach Plesak, of course, you may know the name. He is the son of Dan Plesak, and I think that there's an opportunity for him to make some solid starts. Uh, I'm a little bit light in pitching in that league. I lost Colin McHugh to the minor leagues. I'm certainly disappointed that that was one of my whiffs, and then the third player that I picked up is actually on the Miami Marlins. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but they've been playing a lot better lately. I picked up Garrett Cooper on Miami for $2. His on-base percentage over the last week is over 400 He's really succeeded since they've given him a chance to play every single day. Uh, Tout Wars is another one of the expert leagues that I'm in. For those of you who want more information on that, you can go to ToutWars.com. I am not doing well, but I do have players that are injured that are coming back off the shelf. Travis Shaw and Jeff McNeil, for those of you who are playing in season-long leagues, I think both players are going to be active this week. Remember, there are not many games tonight. So, therefore, a lot of these leagues, you can start getting players back in and out of your lineup tomorrow. Hopefully, there will be some news coming on with him today. And then, I, I think that the third league, and it's kind of funny is my old league with Jim Bowden and my friends from uh, from the other place that I used to work. Now, by the way, in that league, I'm dominating. I'm seven wins and two losses. And what I want to do here on this show is at some point, maybe at the All-Star break, start a new league so everybody who's listening can participate. Those of you who are following me over here, I want you guys involved in my show. I picked up Miles Straw in this league, too. I also picked up Andrew Heaney of the Los Angeles Angels, who's come off the injured list and who really looks fantastic since he's come back. So those are some of the waiver wire additions that I've made this week. And for those of you who are interested in kind of more of the things that I'm doing, and as we do, you want to listen to the entire two-hour program. You can also listen on demand on FantasySportsNetwork.com. When we come back next... We're going to have more fantasy baseball discussion and give you an opportunity to choose what I talk about on this show. Don't go
1: away. The sun can make your outdoor deck and patio space so hot and uncomfortable you can't use it. But now there's the Sunsetter Retractable Awning. A Sunsetter Retractable Awning opens and closes in just 60 seconds, and it keeps your patio about 20 degrees cooler. It provides instant shade and protection from the sun's harmful rays. You can get your Sunsetter for as little as $5.99 when you call now to get your special $200 discount certificate and free awning idea kit. You're going to love your Sunsetter retractable awning.
0: the morning after.
1: Do you know where the Cactus Club is? No, I do not. All right. Well, because
0: that's where uh, Drake and uh, Draymond had dinner Friday night. Oh, so okay. Well, so that's, you know. okay, okay. Yes. For the record, yep. that yep. is why I do not know where it is, because it's out yep. of my price range. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm Probably like, I'm aware of that place. They closed the whole damn restaurant, and apparently just those two had dinner, so. Ah, right. what a sellout Drake is. What are you eating dinner with the guys for? Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mitch.
2: If you're serious about fantasy football, it's never too early to start preparing for the 2019 season. And Roto Experts has you covered with their NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package including the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the Internet. Davis Matic and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with promo code FNTSY. That's 10% off with promo code FNTSY. The NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package only at rotoexperts.com. Welcome back. Craig Mishadu here on Fantasy Sports Today and every day around 1240 Eastern. It's time for us to play a little You Make the Call.
0: You Make the Call.
2: Oh, hi, Mark. So many of you who listen to the show have complaints. And I get it. And I understand it. But here is the bottom line. I am opening up the door for those of you who have complaints about what we talk about on the radio. Everybody wants to be a radio host. Everybody wants to complain about content. I've been going through this for 20 years. And so on my show on Fantasy Sports Today, it's very simple. I am giving you the opportunity to pick your own segment Here on the show, you may say, well, Craig, where did you get this idea, first of all? And second of all, why are you letting everybody else dictate what you're going to talk about on the show? I'm glad you asked. That's a really good question. Here's here's where I got the idea. Uh, Unfortunately, or fortunately, I guess for me – I have been to like a billion uh, Billy Joel concerts. It's like something that I do over and over again. Sometimes I enjoy going. Sometimes I think it's a little bit of overkill. Sometimes I think that I am going to end up putting his kids through uh, private school, although he doesn't need a dollar from me. That's how many concerts I've been to. If you've ever been to one of his concerts, what he does is – and this is Billy Joel, by the way is he gives you the opportunity to pick a song that you want to hear next. And based on the applause, he picks the song and he plays it at the concert. And I thought to myself, if I ever had a show that I could create my own content for, uh, I would want to do that. And so this is that show, lucky for me. And so here it is. So you make the call. Now, you want to go on Twitter, and you can vote. I'll retweet this out. Chris Bavona, my producer, is going to uh, tweet this out from – the FNTSY radio account, and then coming up in 30 minutes, I'm going to talk about it. So here are your three choices for things that you can uh, that you can hear about on the show. The first one is uh, tonight's baseball slate. Now, keep in mind, it's a very short slate tonight. If you want I will talk about it. I will do it coming up in about 15 minutes from now. If you want me to break down all three games, I'm prepared. All three games, I'll do that for you from a season-long, from a betting, from a, however point of view you want to do it, I'll do it. That's that's choice A. Choice B is coming up at the top of the hour. I'll spend a few minutes on a TV show that I've been watching called uh, Chernobyl on HBO. Now, very similar to Chris's uh, you know, downer segment, Chernobyl is not the uplifting story of two people who travel to Hawaii, get married, have wonderful kids, and go on to make millions of dollars. This is a pretty depressing story. But nonetheless, if if you guys didn't know this, it is the single highest-rated show in the history of HBO, and and that's above Game of Thrones. This is true. So if you're interested in hearing me discuss my thoughts on Chernobyl, that would be choice B. You can vote on Twitter right now. And choice C which I'm having a feeling as the show goes on is probably the least favorite choice. But, you know, if you're interested, we will do it. It would be Chris Bavona's wedding gifts. Now, now the truth is here is that a couple of weeks ago, as I'm texting Chris Bavona, and he's welcomed me to the show and he's welcomed me to the network, and I, I want to sit here and have fantasy baseball discussions like I do with my buddies, I didn't even know that Chris was getting married. I had no clue. And so I feel really bad about that. And so choice C would be at 1 o'clock Eastern. Uh, We will open up the mic back for Chris, and he will talk about all of the great wedding gifts that he's got here on the show. Now, look, I am a man of the people, and I've been saying this for many, many years when it comes to fantasy content. I want to play the hits. And if you guys decide here on the show that you'd rather hear Chris Bavona's wedding gifts over the baseball slate for tonight in fantasy, well, guess what? I'm going to do that here on this show. That's what we're going to do. Every day, folks, right around this time, 1240 Eastern, make sure you go on to my Twitter, at Craig Mish. Make sure you also follow the FNTSY Twitter, at FNTSY Radio, and we give you the opportunity to discuss it. So no more complaining that we don't cover this sport, we don't cover that sport, we don't talk enough baseball, we don't talk enough football, we don't talk enough hockey. You make the call. You choose. And every single day at 1 o'clock Eastern, we will, uh, we will end up doing that. Uh, getting back to fantasy baseball here for a minute, and I want to kind of dive into a couple of things that happened over the weekend. Uh, I don't know if you follow all of our different Twitter accounts. Another good one is at Roto Experts, by the way. Over the weekend, I broke a, uh, a baseball story. Fernando Rodney, who, of course, pitched for just about every team in baseball, he was, he was signed by the Washington Nationals, as reported by the person that you're hearing from first here on the show. And then it kind of got me thinking, like, how some of these stories go from reality to fantasy pretty quickly. So let's kind of take a look real quick and wonder if there is a chance that Fernando Rodney has any kind of fantasy value. Now, in one of the leagues I'm playing in, You would believe it or not, but he was claimed. In the Tout Wars league that I'm playing in, my NL-only league, uh, Lenny Melnick, one uh, one of my best friends here in the industry, ended up claiming Fernando Rodney. Now, in terms of saves, right now, Doolittle is the closer of the Nationals, and he saved 12 of his 14 opportunities. He's got 30 strikeouts in 25 innings, so he's done okay. The problem that Washington has had and they've had all season long, is outside of Doolittle, they really have no other closer. They have no, like, sort of handcuff-type closer. Going through some of the names of the players who could potentially get saved for Washington the rest of the season, Kyle Bearclaw, who I got to know in Miami here for many years, his ERA sits at 5.48. He has not had the season that they thought that he would have. Uh, There are some other options like Grace, his ERA is 7, Wander Suero, his ERA is 6.5. They signed Jennings in the offseason, his ERA is 13. I don't know if you've been paying attention to Trevor Rosenthal. Rosenthal was like the handcuff for Rodney, I think at the beginning of the season. He had trouble throwing strikes. In fact, there was a video posted, I think, over the weekend on on one of his rehab assignments that he also was hitting batters. He couldn't throw strikes. I thought going into the season that Rosenthal was going to be a really good handcuff for Doolittle, but he's not. So getting back to this, I think probably Rodney is is really only worth picking up in National League-only leagues if you're playing in a season-long league. And in terms of what he has left in the tank, he really didn't show that much in Oakland. But the funny thing about this player is just when you think he's done – He comes back, and he ends up with another team. Also remember, early in the season, the Nationals tried to sign Bud Norris to a one-year contract, but they felt that he wouldn't be ready in the time that they needed him. I would not be surprised to see Rodney in the big leagues. And if Washington has any plan of competing, I don't know how they don't take a shot and maybe invest in a little bit of bullpen help. I don't know that Kimbrell is necessarily the answer. But somebody that I think that you can pick up for a buck or nothing and just add him on your team. But I would not cut anyone, by the way, for Fernando Rodney. For those of you who are interested, by the way, on some of my breaking news stories, you can follow me on Twitter at Craig Mish. Also, over the weekend, I wanted to bring up another player that needs to be on everyone's radar that I've had a chance to see a little bit in the spring. And also, I think that brings some pretty significant power potential to the table. And that's Ryan Mountcastle. You may want to Google the name or you may want to just put that in your Safari browser and you can see who I'm talking about as we're talking if you want. Uh, Three home runs in a game this weekend. This is a really big kid. Uh, Do think that there could be some high strikeout rate with him as well. But I do think maybe around the June 15th to 20 mark, Mountcastle could come up. Renato Nunez... And VR are more or less infielders for Baltimore. But if you haven't paid attention since the Orioles got off to that, like, halfway decent start in the first two weeks of the season, they have completely fallen apart. And so either by July 31st or beyond, I don't think there's any doubt that you're going to see this player in the big leagues. If you gave me and said, hey, Craig, give me your over-under on home runs for him the rest of the season, I'd probably put it at about 12, 12 and a half, somewhere around that mark. But I do think that he gets an opportunity to play and probably will end up playing uh, for the Orioles at least, I would say, in, uh, in August, if not September. I don't know if you saw this one also over the weekend. This one really burned me a little bit. C- can anybody figure out what the Colorado Rockies do on a daily basis with some of their young kids? And for those of you who are listening, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Like They never have a defined role for any of the prospects that they call up. Now before the season I was very much in on one of those three infielders we'll talk about them uh, you know pretty quickly here but I was very in on one of the three infielders and that's their first round pick Brendan Rodgers who is from Florida I had a chance to see him play and thought that I, I thought that he could be a 20 home run guy maybe someone who could even hit 25 at the big league level if he put on a little bit of uh, a little bit of weight but they called up Brendan Rodgers basically after they decided that they had seen enough of Garrett Hampson. And now it looks like Garrett Hampson is going to be back in the mix for the Rockies, along with Ryan McMahon. So, one of the really bizarre, you know, kind of turn of events, I would say, for the Rockies is just trying to figure out how Bud Black, Jeff Breidich, and that team decide to use their prospects. Now, if I had to do it all over again, I still would be in on Rodgers. But I think the key for me is that whenever the Rockies have prospects, I think we have to kind of look at this a little bit differently than we do with some other teams. Because the bottom line is that they don't like to uh, you know, sort of invest in just one player. They like to use them in multiple in multiple ways. Uh, I have Rogers going to play him as much as I possibly can until they, they basically shove him into the ground. But there's no doubt for me he's a player to still keep an eye on, although now with Hampson back in the mix, it's, uh, it's a little bit dicey to see at the very least. Uh, Carlos Gonzalez of the now Chicago Cubs, he has had his contract purchased. And young reporter Daniel Alvarez, who I work with uh, locally here in South Florida, announced that today. I would think that right now, Cargo, if those of you who are considering picking him up, is probably just a bench guy at this point of his career. And this is why it's really scary to consider players that you're going to take in your fantasy league in baseball that are above 30 years old. Carlos Gonzalez is 33 years old. He's not 37. He's not 38. Edwin Encarnacion and players like, for example, Nelson Cruz. These guys are playing 36, 37. But when it goes, it's just gone. And for Cargo, three years ago was like a second or third round pick in fantasy. Now he's just completely off the radar. We'll see if he ends up playing for the Cubs. The one player that's in the Cubs minor league system, though, that I wanted to bring up just kind of on the, the subject of Cargo is Ian Happ. And think about that for a second. Like, rewind your brain and consider that the Cubs just decided to sign Carlos Gonzalez off the couch and not call Ian Happ up to the big leagues. I think that it's safe to say for those of you in uh, redraft leagues, you can probably cut Ian Happ. The other point that I would make, and this is where it really becomes interesting, is that two months from now, when they get to the July 31st deadline, and there's, a let's say, an American League team that can use a bat that can play all over the place, maybe a Kansas City, maybe a Baltimore, maybe one of these teams that isn't going anywhere that, there's a chance that they would end up acquiring him. He plays every day for another team, and in return, the Cubs get back something that they can take toward the World Series, like something they could take to try and win the division or win the pennant. Like that, to me, is an under-the-radar type name that thing think could still fit in in some sort of way in both reality and fantasy moving forward for the rest of the season. Uh, also today, there is some news from Baltimore. They've recalled Chance Sisko from AAA. A. Cisco is somebody that I saw play in the Futures game a few years ago. It's it's probably the time where Baltimore figures out whether or not this kid can play and play a lot at the big league level. I drafted him in probably, I would say, uh, two league this year just to see what he could end up being. But the problem now with the Orioles is, as you know, they have the first pick in the draft tonight, and guess what What position they're going to end up taking? They're going to end up taking a catcher. And so I don't know that there is a ton of value for anything at that position. Catching has just been an absolute disaster over the last couple of years. But as far as I'm concerned, what kind of endorsement will that be on Chance Cisco when they end up taking a catcher with the first pick tonight? By the way, coming up a little bit later in the show, what we're going to do is we're going to dive in to the last couple of years of the MLB draft. And so what I'm going to try and project for you, for those of you who are playing in dynasty leagues, is we'll look back at 2017 and 2018, go through some of the players who were drafted, where they were and kind of their path to the big leagues, and see maybe some of those players who could end up being in the big leagues either this year or next year. Also consider this fact. Every single player that you see taken, if you're, if you're interested tonight, 7 o'clock Eastern on, uh, on MLB Network, if you're paying attention to the draft, keep this in mind. There probably won't be a single player that will make any kind of fantasy impact until 2021, I would say, at the earliest. And that's why that the, the baseball draft doesn't really have the spike that the NFL draft does or even the NBA draft, because a lot of these kids are obviously playing right away. When they're getting to the big leagues, but unfortunately, Major League Baseball doesn't have that, although they are putting the draft in prime time. And uh, I will certainly be covering the draft from a, a Marlins perspective as they have a, a very high pick. Uh, the other thing to keep an eye on, and we'll talk about this also a little bit in, in hour number two, the time is now for those of you who are waiting on Dallas Keuchel and Craig Kimbrell. If they're still sitting out there in any league that you're playing in, you could probably end up getting them for nothing because that means that somebody's not paying attention. The expectation is that both players are going to end up signing, I would say, within, let's say, the next week or two because they're not attached to a draft pick. But you have to check your league's settings and see specifically if you're able to pick up either of these two players and if you can kind of put them on your roster somewhere. Let me be clear on these players. Any Major League Baseball free agent who has not been with a team for five months, if you're jumping up and down when you get when you get this player on your team and they're signed, I think that you're making a big mistake. You can end up getting the player, and you can end up stashing them on your bench. But if we didn't learn anything from last year, and, the, and, and I can do it from a starter or from a reliever's point of view. From a starter's point of view, it's Alex Cobb and Lance Lynn. From a reliever's point of view, it's Greg Holland whoever signs these two players better be sure that they have them ready before they get to the leagues and not for reality, but for our fantasy teams. The last thing that I want to do is have Craig Kimbrell on my team. And in his first, let's say two or three appearances gives up five runs. And then the team comes out and says, Oh, you know, he's just a little rusty. He hasn't pitched a long time. Well then take your time. There's no reason. First of all, that Craig Kimbrell should sign anywhere except for a team that's in contention of some kind. He'd be foolish to do anything else besides that. And the same thing that I would say would go for Dallas Keuchel. So before you get super excited that you spent your dollar or $5, or you ended up drafting either of these players in a season-long league, and you're sitting on your roster, and then you're getting excited that they're coming back to the big leagues, pray that these teams handle these players in the correct way. Pray for that. Because I saw last year teams did not do that, they did not handle it correctly, and I would say not only did you end up getting a lost player in your league, but it ended up really hurting you in uh, in earn run average and in the saves category, and I just don't want to go through that again here in uh, 2019. All right, so hour number one is in the books of our first show. How about that? We're, we're completed in hour number one. But we have another hour to hear, here to go on the show. So those of you who are listening on demand, thank you for listening in today on the first show. Really appreciate and, and appreciate all the support. The other piece of good news for you guys is, as that, I mentioned, coming up at the top of the hour, what we're going to do is we're going to uh, tell you in terms of voting what we should be talking about here on the show. You can vote right now. Go to the FNTSY uh, Fantasy Sports Radio uh, Twitter handle, and I'll give you the name, at FNTSY Radio, and vote right now. In fact, I will tweet it out right now and, and see. Oh, I already did tweet it out right now. And your three choices are coming up at the top of the hour. What do you want to talk about? The uh, baseball slate tonight, Chernobyl on HBO, or wedding gifts? Ooh, I, I, I really hope that. You know, the people speak, and they speak loudly on this one. I'm not sure that, that people want to hear about Chris's way it gives But either way, that's what we'll do. Coming up at the top of the hour. This is Fantasy Sports Today, here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Craig Mish. Thank you guys for joining me and making the switch over to my show. Here we're on every day from 12 to 2 Eastern, here on FNTSY Radio. Whether you're listening on the TuneIn or iHeartRadio Radio app, and we'll be back with hour number two. Don't go away.